title of the message, Jesus is your hope. Hallelujah. Jesus is your hope. Our hope is in the very person of Jesus Christ. Wow. I'm not talking about an idea. I'm talking about a person. A person. You can know him. You can let your hopes rest in him. You know, some of you listening to me have had serious disappointments in your life. and You don't want to trust anyone. Let your hope be in him. He never fails. Never fails. He's a living, breathing being. He's God Almighty. He is the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Who wants to experience glory? <clears throat> Who wants to experience glory? Praise God. The rest of you will pray for deliverance. <laughs> he is the hope of glory. Hallelujah. When you put your faith in Jesus Christ, everything in heaven is available to you. You can never go beyond the basics. Put your faith in Jesus. Colossians 1.26 The mystery which was hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to his saints. Everyone say revealed. Wow. Yeah, the whole world needs the revelation of the mystery of the gospel. The gospel is not religion. The gospel is good news of Jesus Christ acting in power. To them, to the saints, that's to you and to me, to them, God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. The hope of glory. Heaven is where we're going. And the knowledge of Jesus Christ gives us hope of what is coming. The healing, healings, miracles, deliverances, all that is a signpost. There is more than the seat you are seated on. There is more than physical reality. These things point us to Jesus. The kingdom of heaven. Put your hope in him. No matter what you're going through. So you're watching from YouTube. You're in this room. You've seen some testimonies, miracles, deliverances. Now put your hope in him. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Hope and faith are one. Hallelujah. So 
all the promises that God has made in the word of God are found in Christ. You need healing. The promise is in him. All the promises of God are yes and amen in Christ Jesus to the glory of God through us. So our hope rests not in the natural realm. It doesn't rest in people. Our hope is founded on the unseen kingdom of heaven upon Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 4.16 Therefore we do not lose heart. How is Satan attacking you? The demons attacking you with pain, discouragement, marriage failure, problems with your kids. How is he attacking in the spiritual realm, attacking you in the natural realm? Therefore, we do not lose heart. Why? Because the kingdom of heaven, Jesus Christ, in the invisible realm, is more real than what Satan is doing in the natural realm. Therefore we do not lose heart even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, Paul suffered terribly, shipwrecked, stoned, whipped, fought lions, all these things happen. He says it's just for a moment. This life is but for a moment. You've got to keep things in perspective. Eternity is ours. This light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. My blowing into, a, into the mic, you know, people, for we do not look at the things which are seen. So many people, that, they look, they go, what's he blowing into the mic for? But you do not see what's happening. You're only looking in the natural. Hallelujah. You're only looking in the natural. But what do you see in the spirit? What is happening in the spirit? That's what's important. So often people, they're just like, you know, oh, what's going on here? Laughing, blah, blah, blah. You're just looking at the temporary physical world. Stop wasting your time and put your faith in Jesus Christ. Go deeper. Go into the realm of Christ. He is our hope of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Amen. Do you know that God is good? So many people say, oh, God did this, God did that. 
God is good. Satan puts sickness on people and pain, cancer, blindness, crippling diseases, poverty. The thief comes to steal, to kill and destroy. But Jesus Christ, he came that he might take your sin, your sickness, your poverty, your curse, your punishment that you deserve to have from your sin. He came to suffer on the cross, to shed his blood that you might be free, transferred from evil into righteousness, from sin and curse and punishment and sickness into his glorious kingdom that you might be adopted as sons and daughters of the Most High God, that you might call God your daddy, your father, and that you might be the inheritor of every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. That's how much he loves you. There's hope in Jesus. He is good. He's compassionate. Psalm 104. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Everyone, lift up your hands and thank him and praise him. He's a good, good God. Jesus Christ is your hope. Thank him that you are healed through his name. You are delivered through his name. You are saved through his name. You are washed clean. You are justified. You are provided for. You are blessed and prospered. You are made righteous like you never sinned. Thank him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. He's your hope. I've come with a message to tell you that in the person of Jesus Christ, there is hope and life. I have come, Jesus said, that you might have life and have it even more abundantly. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, no one comes to the Father but by me. If you need a way to heaven, Jesus is the way. If you need a way through the darkness that Satan has put on your life, Jesus is the way. He is the truth. He is life. You can trust him. Amen. He is our healer and deliverer. Matthew eight sixteen. when evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed. And he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. Deliverance and healing go together. Go together. Very often evil spirits make people sick. And you need to cast those spirits out and people can experience their healing as well. So... He cast out the spirits with a word. He healed all who were sick. Everyone say all. all. Some of you are thinking, but I'm an exception. Turn to your neighbor and say, he said you too. <laughs> <laughs> 
He healed all who were sick that it might be fulfilled. Now listen, when Jesus was healing the people, casting out demons, it fulfilled the scripture. What did he fulfill? What was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying, he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. He was healing the people, delivering the people in the shadow of the cross of what had not yet taken place in that power he was delivering and healing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is our provider. Amen. Amen. I tell you, God is our provider. Praise God. In this ministry, you know, if God's called you to do something, he'll provide. We, we don't look to man. We don't look to man. We look to our Lord Jesus Christ, who fed the 5,000, fed the 4,000, who put a coin in a fish to pay the temple tax. Hallelujah. That's our Jesus. Just trust him. $21,000 debt. We heard that story from Rebecca. You know, penniless, homeless, and jobless. And God cancelled it after prayer. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Jesus is the rock. Man, if you feel like life, we went through COVID, this thing called COVID, and, you know, things, they're talking about recession and all this type of stuff. If you feel like life keeps moving, put your hope in Jesus Christ. He's never moved. He's the eternal rock. He never changes. He's the same. Come on, tell me. Yesterday and today and forever. Let's say it together. Yesterday, today and forever. Amen. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine, Jesus said, and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. As someone who's personally gone through some pretty terrible stuff in my life, as you know, my testimony, life can be like a wind blowing, even a satanic wind. Meditate on the word. Put your hope in Jesus. Meditate, found your word, found your life on the word of God. It's the rock that never moves. I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock and the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on that house. This is a wise man and he had problems. Just because you're born again, spirit-filled, anointed Christian does not mean you won't have problems. And that wind and that flood and that rain beat on that house. And it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm not going anywhere. Amen. Jesus is living water. 
I don't know how Christians do it. They faithfully go to church and it's like a dry well and they just keep going. God bless you. But, you know, you're meant to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You're meant to be drenched and baptized in the Holy Spirit. Amen? Not like some withered, dry stick. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, you need to get wet. John 4.13, Jesus said to the lady at the woman, the woman at the well, Samaria, whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. Some of you, you've been doing the same thing over and over again and you're thirsty. Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never thirst but the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up to everlasting life. Is it not God's will and plan that the Holy Spirit well up like a mighty fountain in his church? Hallelujah. So if you're dry, there's hope. And he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. That means you'll get wet. And with fire, that means you'll burn. Jesus is bread to the hungry. Hallelujah. We uh, travel as a team. <clears throat> you know, it's not like going to church on Sunday. When you travel as a team, it's like discipleship 24-7. <laughs> It's the way Jesus did it with his 12. And uh, you learn about people's love of food and so on. And Jesus said, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger. And he who believes in me shall never thirst. Hallelujah. You know, Jesus Christ is the answer to the hunger of the soul. Amen. And when you hunger for him, it's good for you because you will find him. If you seek him with all your heart, praise God. Jesus, the very person of Jesus, is your hope. He is spiritual rest. Wow. Do you know faith is a state of rest because faith connects you to God. Come to me. All who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. If the church would preach Jesus, if pastors leaders would preach Jesus the church could rest think about that if we would preach Jesus people could rest they could rest from their diseases 
that they could rest from their oppression and demonization and schizophrenia and torment. They could rest from anxiety. They could rest in Christ. Church people don't need religion. They don't need their head full of stuff. They need Jesus. Amen? If we would, you know, get rid of these stupid ideas of synth- uh, what do we call it? dispensational theology that it all finished and believe the word of God there's rest in Christ amen you know I'm on my bandwagon but I'm going to be on it for a little bit pastors when people are tormented by demons don't tell them they've got mental illness and go see a psychiatrist Go and cast the evil spirit out of them. Amen. Learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. You will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. When Jesus Christ comes in the power of the Holy Spirit, he breaks the yoke of Satan off people. They get delivered of their wrath, their anger, their fleshliness, and there's life in Christ. We hope in him, and we hope for his second return. Amen. We are waiting, Jesus, for his return. We don't know when, but it is the great hope of Christians. Jesus Christ shall return, hallelujah, in glory and power to establish his kingdom among us. Amen. Praise God. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven. Turn to your neighbour and say, for you. Wow. Who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time, come Jesus. In this you greatly rejoice. Hope gives you joy. Do you realize what's laid up for you in heaven? In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials. Anyone been grieved by various trials? few liars here put up your hands that the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes though it is tested by fire may be found to praise honor and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ no matter what you're testing never give up your faith the goal of Satan is the destruction of faith he doesn't care about your body, your marriage or anything else. He just wants to destroy your faith. Keep faith. Though now you do not see him, yet believing you rejoice with joy 
inexpressible and full of glory. That's why you end up drunk on the floor laughing. Receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your soul. Praise God. Praise God. What a glorious inheritance we have by faith in Jesus. In the very person of Jesus, who is the Word of God, we have hope. Amen. No matter what the devil has put on your life, rise up and hope in Jesus Christ. Amen. I think we should give Jesus a clap for all he's done, for his shed blood. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I was in a meeting the other day and I met someone when we were praying and I thought, this person should have received Christ. I need to give people an opportunity to receive Christ. Close your eyes for a moment. You've come today, maybe you don't know what's going on, but you're enjoying yourself and you need Jesus. You need to meet him. He's a genuine person who shed his blood, died at Calvary on the cross that you might have eternal life. I want to invite you, if, you, if you're not walking with him, you know things are not right in your life, you've got sin in your life, and you're saying, well, I need to come to Jesus. I need to follow him. I need to believe in him and put my hope in him. Just put up your hand to Jesus. One, two, three, four, five. Thank you, Lord. Six, seven. Thank you, Lord. And a few others. So now everyone just say, Jesus, I ask your forgiveness. I'm a sinner. Forgive me for my sin. Now just tell Jesus what your sins are. Don't hide them. Uncover them. Is it porn? Sexual immorality? That's any type of sex outside of a husband and wife. Is it horoscopes? Palm reading? Is it hatred? Unforgiveness? Gossip? Time wasters, watching television, just wasting your time, watching filth, horror movies, grudges. Just tell Jesus what, what it is. Did you steal from someone? Injustice in your life? Are you always blaming others but never taking responsibility? One of these people is always accusing and always right. Ask the Lord to forgive you. He loves you. Just tell him, confess your sins that you may be healed. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let's continue. Jesus Christ, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. You are my hope. Heaven is my home. My life is yours from now on. Amen. Amen.